0: Well, we have made the excuse that Baylor lost because they were on the road against BYU, and that doesn't really apply today. This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy uh, Monday, everybody. Drake Toll alongside Cameron Stewart here with Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked on Baylor your first listen every single day. Cam, after BYU, it was fine and dandy because it was a road game. Sixty-five thousand screaming fans. This game had about half that, and majority of them were not screaming. By the way, uh, but they were Baylor fans. No atmosphere to blame for this one. Blake Shapen throws three hundred and forty-five yards, and Baylor loses to a B- Baylor lost to a better football team. B- Oklahoma State was just a better football team than Baylor, and that showed on Saturday. I agree with you. Definitely.
1: No qualms about it. Oklahoma State played a better game. No one got screwed here. Nothing like that. How about this for a little wordplay for you, Drake? Can we use the, uh, we can't use the atmosphere excuse. Yeah. So there's no atmosphere excuse to be used. Or is the excuse that there was no atmosphere?
0: Mm-hmm. Cam, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, you know, as much as you say that as a joke. You're angry about it. You're Dave up about it. Dave said something in the post game press conference where he talked about him and Dylan Doyle both talked about the energy. Our team needed more energy in the first half. Our team had more energy in the second half and wanted to build off of something. He didn't say it. I don't even think he was alluding to the crowd either. But when there's not like when you're in a home atmosphere looking for your fans to help boost the team, you walk into any other. You go to you go to Kansas State. You go to Iowa State last week. BYU. We've already seen this these fan bases pump energy into these teams. Who was the guy in the, in the safari hat that was like, I'm looking for bears, not black that, bears. That
1: is the weirdest thing I've seen at a Baylor football game. The cab thing was weird. Maybe it's in its own category in 2016, but the safari thing, that guy was in the press box, by the way, in the press box the whole time. Uh, other than that, those five minutes. And he was wearing that exact outfit, obviously, that we see in the promo. And I'm like, that dude was just here. And like, what the hell is going on? I think that comes in like the beginning of the fourth quarter, maybe in the third quarter. So they were just like making their comeback. They were on defense, I remember. Like we kind of needed some energy there for sure. And all of a sudden, it's like this four-minute thing of a guy describing, I'm looking for bears, but they sick them and all this shit. And I'm like, what is (laughs) going
0: on? Like
1: Stick what is what happening here? It was surreal. It was it's like bad. a fever dream. It's I'm bad. like, what? what is going on? Because we built up this game to be like one of those once a year type of atmosphere. Right. Way yes. it b- what built up for the BYU game was how it felt here, and I was like, man, like we are going to have a great atmosphere here, sell out all this. And look, there is something to be said for how poorly the team played in the
0: first half. Yes. Uh, I'll give
1: a little bit of leeway there.
0: 3 points. 3 points.
1: Yeah. On the first drive that should have been 7 points. Yes. And I think that would have really gotten the crowd going. But that said, how much of a dud was that first half the BYU <sighs> game? Their fans yeah. were in it the whole time. You know. Uh, so there's little excuse there. Uh, it was just it was disappointing. It was disappointing. And I know they got into it in the third quarter because we kind of made a comeback, but it was always stayed. Yeah. And it was always kind of leveled out too. even the ones that didn't stay uh, because I think Baylor scores to make it 23 17 or something along those lines. They get it to a one score game and then they Oklahoma state takes the next kickoff to midfield. And it's like, here we go again. Here we go. And they went down and scored a touchdown. So there was no like sustained momentum yeah, uh, from the energy, and it was too bad because I thought it was going to be a great, great atmosphere.
0: Yeah, I'm, I am. I which Baylor is in,
1: capable of for is capable. sure.
0: We've seen two thirty games. Yeah, I think UT last year was a we. We had a, what are there? Are there are a couple of oh, games. Eleven. Two thirty. Was that an eleven? There have mm-hmm. been some elevens that have had good atmospheres. I don't yeah. know why it wasn't that way on Saturday. It's it's not. It which was again funky because we've seen ran you know, not even random. The eleven AM UT game last year was a solid atmosphere. We've seen Baylor put those together. I was confused. Maybe it's the gold out was the Baylor fans just don't like gold. I don't know what the cause was because it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. If those games were big atmospheres, why wasn't this one? The line was a lot smaller too. the in-game promotions. There was the point in time where the basketball team standing 10 yards away from the football team, maybe there's nothing you can do about that, but Shane Beamer would be screaming them off the field. Uh, that was
1: defensively with the ball, like goal to go yeah. situation because yeah. they were right there in the end. Right.
0: And they're like, it hey, was so awkward. we're going to honor some it.
1: guys. I hope we made a ton of money off those in-game promotions. I really oh, do. Because They're endless. Really, They're it, endless. It was just so, every time you needed something. Yeah. Every time you needed something. Some song to get the fans yeah. going, showing some legend on the screen, anything. It was not. It was TFNB, your bank for life, volunteers <laughs> of the game, and we're searching for bears. and. You picked Springsteen by Eric Church, but you probably didn't because Eric Church so happens to be in the stands. A song I love, by the way, but come on, man. We need a little something. One of the other options was Viva La Vida. It's like they didn't want any kind of atmosphere coming to that.
0: Right. Viva La Vida. That'll get them going. Can we just Jump Around? Watch these college kids go nuts when we play Viva La Vida. Yes.
1: (laughs) That song sucked for someone my age, and I actually remember the song.
0: We worked China Spring Games on Friday night. They play the same damn song nine times, but it gets the people people going. It gets them going when they play. Or the band. Oh, my God. Baylor has a band. Let the band play. Do Wouldn't something that, that look, I, the, the the big one for me that I think is like Baylor gets an interception and the whole crowd like you're finally starting to feel some life. And then it's all right, fans, let's see where those fries are <laughs> look, I, yeah, like, I look, I get it. We're in a nine inning Rangers baseball game. 98 games into the season, sure, I want to know where the fries are, too. But at McLean Stadium in the third quarter, after an interception, I don't care where the Whataburger fries are. I just want to hear music. Let the kids yell. And you just don't have that. Yeah, I'm, and I
1: say they're capable of it. Baylor's capable of having a great crowd. It is not going to be Death Valley every week. It's True. probably never going to be that, right? It's, okay. it's not. And that's, and that's okay. But... but when you come into the season as a top ten team, and a team that you know sh- <sighs> has the chance to win the Big Twelve title again, and you have got a top ten team coming into town, big revenge game, two thirty, so you don't have that eleven a.m. excuse. I'm sorry, I just expect a better atmosphere than that. Mm, mm, I do, mm. and y- yeah, you talked about it earlier. I-, I almost asked the question in the press conference, but kind of puts them in a tight spot, uh, either the players right. or Aranda, to be like. Did you guys like want more out of that? Did you guys yeah. expect more out of that? Because I don't think it's unfair for a team to be like, yeah, you know, we really could have used the energy.
0: Lane Kiffin, yeah. Lane Kiffin said it last like, week. The everyone
1: thrives just... on it. You know
0: what yeah. I mean? Lane Kiffin said that his his crowds, old Miss, were not that great. And for the people out there, look, I didn't I didn't want to open this episode and just crap all over the fan experience, the crowd, or any of that. And I, I still believe Baylor's no, a great place thing. to play a football game. But th- this is something that I am passionate about because there are Oklahoma State fans that go back to Stillwater and their buddies say, hey, man, what was it like in Waco? And they go, that crowd sucked. The stadium was only two-thirds full. Half the people left at halftime. And the guy's like, oh, well, I mean, it, it was hot, right? The guy's like, it was 88. 103 last week. We played here in Stillwater. That place is packed out. You know, I, I, it's embarrassing when these Oklahoma State fans go home and that that's their rhetoric, as it should be. Dave Aranda, first question he's asked after BYU. Dave, how did your, your guys handle the crowd with a couple of false starts there at the goal line late? Mike Gundy didn't get asked once about the crowd because why would he? And that is a problem. It just is.
1: And hey, don't, don't do it just for them. Don't do it for us. Don't do it even, even if you don't want to do it for the players on the field. But Drake, you know who's in attendance this weekend? Eric Church. Other than Eric Church, who doesn't need to know about our atmosphere. Chip and Joanna Gaines. The best quarterback recruit in Baylor history was at the game.
0: Don't say it. No, he and wasn't. Look, look. There's still time.
1: Mm-hmm. There is always time until these kids, and that's not that's an overgeneralization. Any of these kids.
2: <sighs>
1: until they step foot on that campus, you don't have them. And they'll go to Kyle Field at some point this year. And say what you want. I think it's a cult, too. But they'll have 100,000 people there.
0: Yeah. No matter who they're playing or how bad they are, they will have 100,000 people. And Austin Novosad, Novosad's sitting front row with his family, and it's the (laughs) third quarter looking around. (laughs) like Where is everyone? Is this what I'm playing in front of on Saturdays in a top 10 matchup? Uh, If I am a quarterback recruit, and I just got back from Kyle Field or South Bend, Indiana, or Columbus, Ohio...
1: Hey. Look, it's a long shot too oh, but dj willis was in death or uh, dj lagway lagway from willis was in death valley last weekend
0: dj lagway is going to come to Baylor in 2 weeks against kansas on homecoming <laughs> be like damn that guy in the <laughs> safari hat
1: which will also be pretty a cool uh, top 10 team coming in so
0: god bless i've sworn twice now i did not come here to swear i shaved. Oh, yeah, we're supposed This is to to the see. old me i'm trying to compensate for the lack of <laughs> my youth. now I We look, are the 1% of Baylor. Fans. I had to shave after the game. I had, There's bad mojo going on with the football team. So I was like, all right, I want to go back to looking 12 and getting carded at bars again. I don't go to bars, by the way. I'm a bad description. Of course you do Turn this podcast off. Why would you need to? Speaking if you're of, watching on YouTube, you'll already know. You'll have to turn this podcast off unless I tell you about LinkedIn Job Talent Solutions. Cam, somebody, there's a job opening out there. Oh yeah, I think you know what it is too. There's a I'll... couple of them, but I think you know. what Yeah, there's a crazy. couple of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Wisconsin are you gonna... Badgers, Madison, Wisconsin. If you go to LinkedIn Talent Solutions, you can apply today to be the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. So if you are the if you're the staff at at, at Wisconsin, I know players have already come out and said if you wanted Paul Christ gone, you are not a member of this program. They're upset. Their coach got fired, by the way, which is just dumpster fire. Everything. This is just bad. Wh- what you should do, Wisconsin, LinkedIn Talent Solution. That's where employers find they find employees faster. You just a bunch of questions out there where you can funnel guys through and learn about candidates in an efficient and easy way. LinkedIn. Talent solutions rated number one by small businesses and Wisconsin. Apparently um, millions have used it as well. Go check it out. Purple hashtag hiring frame. Use locked on LinkedIn.com slash locked on terms and conditions to apply. Cam that the whole first segment, I wanted to talk about the offense, but, and the second segment, the defense, but now we just have to do both. I guess now the, the offense, I You'd Travis Roder said I did Travis Roeder said it and I agree. Blake Chapin was really sharp on Saturday, 345 yeah. Yeah. yards. I thought looked like a he looked like a big man. He also had some beautiful strikes, a couple to Monterey Baldwin, including one on fourth down. And
1: yeah, you think, their, yeah, let's I'll blow past that one.
0: And a couple of really good strikes to Gavin Holmes, who for a second said, ah, I'm good. I'd rather not catch these. That first one, man, you oh. st- I think
1: it's Roder's video on it. It's like this Mahomes throw, he puts the arm angle. Holmes is wide open in the middle of the field. And I turned to you like right before halftime, Oklahoma state was about to score uh, to make it 16 to three and a half. And I was like, other than the obvious of four more points on the board, how much that Gavin Holmes change this thing? Mm. Like if he catches that and they score on the first drive, because I think it changes a lot in terms of not just the atmosphere, but the confidence and, yeah. like, what we're doing is working. And I agree with you. Blake had a good game. I mean, mm-hmm. two picks. One of them should be a catch by his receiver. Yes. And has uh, no fault to him, really. And the other one, he garbage just time. throws it a hair. Yeah, yeah. And he's garbage trying time. to do Maybe a little too much, which is not great, but still. Um, I thought he was borderline excellent, to be yeah. honest with you. And that, th- that fourth and five. To Monterey. First off, the first deep ball touchdown is perfect. Yes. Perfect.
0: The Monterey strike? Wow.
1: Yeah. And then the second one hits him in stride, and Monterey Baldwin is like the fastest guy ever to step on a field. Like two guys have an angle on him. But uh, Shapen leads him perfectly, which I know is something you have been critical of this year, and rightfully so. Uh, Not throwing his receivers open. Threw him open there. Perfect. And again, it was the game plan that we expected offensively. It was the same thing as the Iowa State game. Same thing, yeah. and it worked like a charm. And and now that you have Baldwin back 100, percent I think that's really going to help them this year. But the thing with this game is it's not it's not even like one play you point to. Uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't penalties oh, either. They my gosh! They well, just if weren't executed. If you're going to point
0: to one play, granted, you could. I would allow you like a top five. Yeah, you know, obviously the passes are there, and the, the going forward on fourth down, you're on 32 in the middle of the third quarter. Time. You're already surrendering. <laughs> you're like. Oh, the game's getting out of hand. Dave said it in the post-game press conference. like, yeah, part of that was a time thing. What the? We're oh, 20 minutes left that of the game. Means I don't, I don't know
1: what my defense is going to do at this 20 point,
0: minutes left of the game. sucks. If I'm going to circle one play where you go, facepalm, oh my gosh, this team doesn't deserve to win. Yeah, we're I at the two-yard line, your own two-yard <laughs> line. Let's pitch the ball as far backwards as we can into our own end zone and send out Drake Dabney to block. I like Drake Dabney. Guy's great at catching the football. But in that scenario, why are you even asking him to be the lead blocker on a pitch play in your own end zone? You deserve a safety. You deserve a safety. Yeah. No, they did. They did. And they they got
1: it. Oh, no, they by did. Golly. God. And, and Dave... Gives, I would say a good explanation. Like he told us his reasoning. I still, you know, I don't know the X's and O's of this game too much, but I don't think it's good enough to run a toss in your own end zone with yeah. a freshman running. Or actually, yeah. I think it was Quaylen Jones. But still, like, what are you doing, man? And he basically said, yeah. you know, you know, they line up like this. Typically, our strong suit's on this side, and basically, it worked the week before. Worked a couple of times, so I thought, let's try it. That's fantastic. The deep ball was working earlier in the game. You don't try it from your own end zone. (laughs) There's a reason Ah. we don't do these things. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw it in the Patriots-Packers game. Patriots, they're being criticized for not going for it fourth and five from like the Green Bay 45-yard line in overtime. And all these metrics say how how conservative a play call it was. Well, yeah. Well, on the other side is Aaron Rodgers, and on your side is a kid named Bailey Zappi at quarterback. So sometimes you need to take these things into account, Okay. And that was one of those times where it's like, yeah, the crack toss works a lot, but we are at our own two yard line. Let's maybe just get it out first. <sighs> let's, let's maybe get out to like the, the 10, maybe something like that. And then they try bouncing one of the outside on the fourth and two, which is kind of forgotten about because that's in the first half, but that's a drive that Baylor's going to score points and they don't. And all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's, nine to three and then the next time they take a real meaningful snap it's 23 to three and that's a huge difference in the game and that's the thing what i mean it's like you don't point to just like oh man too many penalties which you could say with byu uh or man this one play but there was just bad execution man bad execution on that toss play bad call bad execution by the running back which was reese i believe on the fourth and two he needs to cut it upfield and he doesn't uh, and that's situational awareness. And so there's just and special teams is all about execution, right? And they sucked on special teams. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one thing you can point to. Baylor was not really good in pretty much everything, but the one thing they were bad at bad was special teams. And defending the run was the worst it's been all year.
0: Is it safe to say Baylor deserved to lose this game?
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they were, I, there's no, they were they, not the best team.
0: You deserve to lose this game because, number one, Oklahoma State's better. Number two, no penalties for Baylor. You're right. And Blake Shapin plays well. We keep asking for Blake Shapen to play well, and then now he's doing it, and the offensive line said, we'll take this. We'll sit. We're good. We're good. We're going to sit this one out. We can. There even plays for Connor Galvin's getting beat. Like, beat, beat. Is Oklahoma State's defense. Maybe their, their front's just that good. The Baylor's O-line, I have been so compliment- complimentary of this year. And they said, eh. Ah, we're good this week. It's okay. The
1: front is good. I will give them that. Oklahoma State. Um, Oliver and Lacey, they're, they're pretty good. And, also, uh, Brock, before,
0: we, Martin. before we hear from Dave Aranda, I, um, had you told me Spencer Sanders go. only had 181 yards oh, man. A passing, I'd have been like, oh, <laughs> crap. Baylor won by 17, which is, I thought Baylor <laughs> would win by a touchdown or more. 181 yards passing because he just ran the crap out of the ball, and Baylor has now been burnt twice by a wide receiver throwing a dying duck of a pass. Why is this season – if anybody – look, if you're an opposing team, if you're West Virginia, start getting your wide receivers ready to go. Get the arms (laughs) warm. It is automatic against Baylor. You know who he was like, Spencer, on Saturday? Johnny Manziel. Gary Bohannon. Mm, Don't go there. Don't
1: go there. 70% of his passes. Throws for the sub 200, runs for another 75. Mm. Throws a touchdown pass in there, throws a pick. That's Gary Bohannon, and that is the Garibohan. truth. Gary Bohannon with a couple different backs in there. No one stands out. No one absolutely gut- guts you, but they're getting four yards of carry every time.
0: Yeah, Blake didn't run it very much, and when he did, he never threaded a needle. I love, needle. <laughs> yeah. I love- and, and again, not a comparison game, but yes, Sanders was much better than Blake Shapen, and Blake Shapen was really good. Sanders was just like level-headed, very command the game, and. The maybe his numbers aren't as good, but he was still better than Blake Shapen in that command the game, get the win. Shapen two weeks ago it was like slide, slide, slide. Now he's taking the slide thing <laughs> way too extreme. He's like ten <laughs> yards away from a How defender, many times, dude? not close to the first down, and he's like, ah, <laughs> I've been working on it, coach. Look at me, I can slide now. You're oh. three yards short of the first down marker. <laughs> the clock's ticking down. Congrats, you're safe. Oh man. And it just all ends with, not that they really
1: had a chance, but Ben Sims catches it with 10 seconds left, clear path <laughs> to go out of bounds. It just keeps running. I'm like, yep, that's this game, baby. That's today. Uh... I said, dude, it was like 2018, 2016 flashbacks. I'm like, they're going to come back in this game, but the other team is going to, this mm-hmm. case, Oklahoma State, is going to do enough. They're going to convert some third and longs. They're going to they're gonna score just, just enough that Baylor's not going to quite get back there. And they didn't. Uh, 22 points, though, scored in the third quarter. How about that? Yeah. Two scoreless quarters. But anyway, back to the drawing uh, board and a lot of time to let this one fester, drink.
0: Yeah, plenty of time for us to talk about it. Speaking of talking about it, Dave Aranda did just
2: that. Coach, take it away. It's good to see you guys. A lot of credit to uh, Oklahoma State. You know, I thought that um, they started fast. I thought that all three sides of it, uh, for them, played really confident and fast. I thought, um, you know, I'm proud of our team for the second half that we had and the ability to um, to start that third quarter with some um, um, some emotion and um, some energy, which frankly was was missing in the first and second quarter. And uh, you know, I thought. There in the third and fourth, there wasn't really a, a point in time to where, you know, there was someone kind of hiding out or someone kind of looking for a break or any of that. I thought there was fight all the way. So, way proud of that. I thought, you know, um, there's a lot to be learned from there. But, you know, there's a lot to be learned from the first half. I just, it's disappointing the way that we started. And, um, you know, I think there was a, a time. Um, we had staff meet earlier this morning and part of the, the talk was, you know, I feel almost like a, like a, a really strong confidence and we're going to find out whether it's grounded or not, right? Is this confidence grounded in reality, grounded in kind of work put in and, um, and all of it, uh, cause the last time you kind of felt this was a couple of weeks ago and we a similar result. And so I think, you know, for us as a staff and for me particularly, kind of working through some of that and reading the signs of kind of where the youth of the team is and um, how, they are, um, how they are reading um, kind of, hey, this game means this and all the outside things that really we have to kind of limit, I think is really gonna be a key for the rest of the season. And uh, it's a big lesson for me. But with that, I'll take any questions you guys got.
0: Yeah, Dave, on, on Monday you mentioned their speed. Uh, they, they really flashed it in a lot of places today. day. What was it like just trying to deal with just the speed they have in so many different
2: spots? Yeah, I thought particularly special teams, um, you know, we were we were outplayed in that area, and uh, it was disappointing to see. And, you know, you look at it from from our side, just all the improvement that has to take place there to, um, to get us to where we are a uh, – a viable outfit and so you know a lot of good learning that's got to go on i think it'll be good um, with some of the time we have to get some of the emotions with some of the 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 players and the staff out of it so we can address kind of just the reality of it Um, but i thought that uh, you know this it's oklahoma state's fast team they're a good team and uh, you know we are too and so i I think our ability to kind of take the lessons learned and apply them and not weaponize them is really going to be key. Dave,
0: you go for it
1: a few times on fourth down, deep in your own territory there in the second half. Was that just a matter of that's what the numbers told you to do or did you have this feeling that you were going to have to kind of start chasing the game?
2: Yeah, I think it was both. I think the the numbers were saying that, but then I think the feeling was, was that, um, you know, it also becomes, you're racing against the clock. And I think that's when those real those real aggressive fourth, what was it, balls on the 30 or whatever it is, that's when those kind of come into play is when the clock's an issue and possessions are dwindling.
1: Dave, Oklahoma State had the punt where they pin job deep mm-hmm. and then they got the safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy for fans, easy for us, at when a play goes wrong to, to, to go, what are they thinking? Mm-hmm. What, what did y'all see that made you think a pitch was a good idea in the end zone?
2: Yeah, I think that was in a, um, what, what Oklahoma State was doing versus that wing set. They were playing with two um, basically defensive ends, and so that was a, somewhat of a particular new set that they'd been playing just versus us, and so that really kind of showed itself on that particular play. So, credit goes to them, you know, I think we've got i want to say we've got two tight ends at the point of attack, and you wish that all of that would have been better, but um you know, I think the that play in particular had been a positive play just a week earlier, and so I think we were we were looking at it from that lens. but you know, I go back to the that special teams prior to that. I think we just have to handle that better. I think the hidden yardage in this is is not really good for the Baylor bears and so I think that of, of, of all of the three sides of the ball and all of it, that's the one area that we must have improvement.
0: Back to the speed of Oklahoma State. Second year in a row you played
2: Iowa State, an emotional
0: win, mm-hmm. different style. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State the next week that creates different problems. How mm-hmm. hard is that to adjust from week to week?
2: Well, I think it's a really good question because I think for the coaches, probably not. For the players, probably so because I think after the win, it's kind of like we got this. Here we are. We made this. And um, it'd be so much easier if they told you that, right? If they just offered that to you so you could um, kind of uh, talk it through and set it straight. And I think so much of with with just the youth of all of it, is uh, really kind of attacking, it. we have to get it at that level and really address and address what they're thinking and they're feeling because, um, you know, you get to these, these Saturdays after games, it's too late, you know, and I feel like probably the week prior we were able to do that, um, uh, myself and, and some of the staff, and really kind of get to what we're thinking or what the team's really thinking, and I feel like I probably could have done a better job with that this week Um, because it's, I think with some of the youth, everything is a thing. And I think, you know, if we think that we're uh, making a right turn, they may be thinking we're making a left. And even though all the words and everything are saying right. And so I just think it's, it's very vital that we all get on the same page in terms of what it takes to win a Big 12 game. Dave, you had four games to break your own secondary down, and then today, what are you seeing from your defensive backs right now that maybe you need to really work on in this bye week before you guys head to West Virginia? I no, appreciate that. I think there is a lot of improvement that can be had just with our, um, our corner play with um, vertical kind of go balls. And some of it is when we're bailing in a third, uh, which, should, w- which um, is probably easier to do. Some of it sh- is in man when we're in press and there's someone winning or losing the line of scrimmage, so it's a little bit harder to do. And then um, some of it is when we're in two, uh, cover two, and we're getting a reroute on one and we have to exit angle and kind of take away kind of a whole shot between the corner and the safety. And so I think all of that is there. And I think some of the fight when you're trying to improve that is that one thing affects the other thing, you know, and then it starts to kind of, you start to, it's almost like quicksand, you feel, And wherever you step, you're going to, you're going to um, get sunk in. And so that may be where we're at a little bit. And so I think our ability to, hey, dude, you've got all the tools, you've got all the ability. Right? One thing doesn't affect the other thing, right? Let's just fo- take the emotion out and focus on what we can do better. I think that's the message,
0: Coach. In the back, uh, obviously, you know, you mentioned special teams a little bit, but when you just look at the box score, you outgain them. Time of possession is about the same. You actually have more yards per play than them, and you lose by double digits mm-hmm. on some of those key plays that probably impacted that from an offense versus defensive perspective. What did they do right that you guys weren't able to replicate?
2: I think there is a. It's a really good question. I think there's a lot of confidence with them, and I would probably call that grounded confidence. I think we're not there yet, you know, and I think um, I think some of that has. I think some of that is, um, you know, hey, this ain't this ain't last year, you know. And I think the other thing is I think the sacrifices that it takes for guys throughout the week to continually kind of attack just the process and just the grind of it. You know, I think from a bi-week perspective, it's probably good timing for us because of the, the grind that we've been through. Um, but I think, you know, everything is training for something. And I think those, those attitudes that we bring into it really matter. Because that's what you're training, you know. If it's kind of I'm in the thing and it's like, uh, and it's, uh, and it's all that, then that's what it becomes, you know. That's what you're training. That's what you're repping. Whereas if I'm really attacking this or attacking that, and I think you know that is a that's a that's a me problem right here. I can do a lot better with that, right? And I have to be. I think I have to be uh, probably more black and white with that in terms of expectations.
0: That was Dave Aranda in the post game press conference. Wasn't as cheery as he was after the BYU game.
1: No, but uh, he was happy to see us.
0: He was. He appreciated a lot of questions too. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. And but there's going to a-
1: be some. We had a lot of time for the next game, Drake. Yeah, I'm just going to say we're going to pick apart. Some of these answers a little bit more.
0: We then. should not a lot. Of, there were some doozies in there, by the way. There was, where was some like, uh,
1: disconcerting uh, answers. From he kind of said he saw it Doyle. coming,
0: or he was like, "Yeah, I yeah. told you guys." Yeah, you, are yeah. you shocked? <laughs> you, guys, you guys surprised by this? Anybody? Huh? All right, it is uh, less than assuring. Um, this team's just not. They're not. Desmond Howard playoff. The, half of ESPN Game but, Day picked them to go to the playoff, and they're just. They're obviously not going to do it now. They're not that caliber. The offensive line is not what it was last year. Somehow, it's the same guys. It's the same yeah. guys. And every, every week that Shapen does something good, the secondary sucks. Every week, the offensive line's really good. Shapen's not that good. It's just something, just something every week. This team has not played a complete game. Gotta we got to meet them there. We
1: got to meet them there, Drake.
0: Iowa State, they played a decently complete game against Iowa. They really yeah. did. Where was that this week? Where was that this week? All right, we'll talk about it more this week. we got a lot of week left and a lot of shows before the next game. I'm going to be playing hackies. We're going to talk basketball at some point, probably. This has been, always will be, that guy right there is Cameron Stewart. Give it up.
1: Way Cool Weekend Recap is out there. Check How it out, out at Real Stewart on
0: Twitter. Rockland, Massachusetts. Everybody, put your hands together. For Cameron Stewart. Brr. You ever go to a concert and that's what they do? Yes. Great mojo. By the way, great, great. Uh, does it fit really well? It does.
1: Um, I I'm noticing there's a lot more stains than I thought, but
0: that's cool. You like like, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. This has been Locked on Baylor.